It's 8.35, and my friend Brian Smith, of course, in with me on a Thursday morning to get us caught up on what's been going on, and he is our Connecticut County Sheriff. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. How was life treating you today, sir? Just peachy. Peachy. I love the term <laughs> peachy, by the way. It's one of my it's, favorite ways to it's describe. It's nice and sunny and yeah. not, not too humid. And yeah, dew points like a, down. Looks like a beautiful day. For the most part, with a little rain coming in, 80, well, 80% chance. Well, if we can get rain, that'd be more beautiful. 80% chance. And to do it overnight is like perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. perfect time to get that rain. Yeah. We just need it. We definitely Bad. need it. So the past week since we talked last week, why don't we start out with those good old calls to service? Oh, calls to service. We were up uh, everywhere. Um was 355 calls for Oof-da. service, yeah. uh, 14 new arrests, um, kind of all over the place, but, you know, a couple DWIs, a couple drug arrests, a uh, couple driving after cancellations, uh, or canceled the inimical of public safety, the worst one. Um, few Danko violations, and the rest were warrants for failing to appear or violating probation. But 355, that, that is up a bit. Yeah, they're, uh, they were busy. It's keeping yep. keeping everybody in line as best they can. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. 355 well, calls. You know, there's you know, a lot of people calling for services and, you know, responding to that. Plus, when they weren't doing that, they were... Out trying to be proactive and sure and keep our roads safe and sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Radio going off in the background. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're calling. Oh, who's getting the donuts? Who's again. getting the donuts this morning? <laughs> yeah. no, kid, I mean, oh, good one. You know that I have to kid you once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. Okay, so I did have a gentleman, and I I just thought of this, um, and I told him I would ask you about it, uh, and I think these are still common. Unfortunately, he was getting phone calls where. He'd won $10,000, and all he had to do was this, that, or the other thing. He was getting a scam call. Yep. And you and I haven't touched on scams. We don't have to go into great detail this morning. But has there been an uptick with just overall scam calls, whether it's... Um, it's been steady. I wouldn't say okay, it's an uptick. Not an uptick. Just same old, just same old. constant. Yeah. Well, I know this morning, for example, I had an email that came through from people that I know, uh, you know, friends yep. of mine, that have not emailed me in a very long time but when i hovered over their the thing it was correct you know for the most part so i went ahead and got a hold of their son because i don't even have their telephone number just said hey mom there was a thing from looks like your mom i'm 98 percent sure it's a a scam thing but it's an urgent response we need your help with something yeah well you know that instinct in me is like oh if they need something i better check right but i checked with eric he goes scam yeah, yeah, let it go. Yeah. So whether it's an email, whether it's a text message that your UPS package or your FedEx package or whatever from Amazon, yeah. you know, it's all those, there's so many IRS stuff, uh, you know, Medicare stuff. They're coming at you from so many different angles, phone yep. calls, emails, text messages. Phones, emails, social media, um, anywhere and everywhere it's electronic. There are scam opportunities and... Some uh, some are are sourced, you know, locally here in the states. Um, others are sourced overseas, and uh, you just got to be super careful. Um, and you know, we we all want to help our our friends and family, and but when they reach out by, via email, 
and and in that manner that you're talking, mm-hmm. to me that's a red flag going up. Right because away. And if it, somebody it, wants my help that knows me, they're gonna call me, exactly. not email me. That's a good point. And I've known a lot of I've got close friends and family that have been taken advantage of because of exactly that. And it's like we didn't stop and think through that, mm-hmm. you know, um, because really, would you expect that person to email you rather than call you? Right. You know, right. Uh, and, you know, we just got to slow it down a little bit and think through what we're seeing on on that screen, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be, whether it's your computer, your phone or, or whatever, um, just slow it down and think it through and go, this doesn't smell right. Yep. The best thing really is just follow up. And I'm not saying I'm right. in guru, but I, I hadn't heard from this family directly in this way ever, to be honest with you. Sure. But I also sure. know them well enough. And because <laughs> of my radio thing, too, it's like, oh, maybe there is a concern. They want to get something out. Oh. And they don't necessarily, I mean, I, yep. their son has my number, but they wouldn't. Right. Right. So, like I say, it was so easy. Just get a hold of him. Yep. Um, first line of defense, get yep. a hold of somebody. If it's something you're getting that they're referring to you, like on a package or whatever else, you can follow up in that way too, right. you know, and do it yourself. Right. Go to the l- reliable site that right. you deal with and go in through right. there, and the answer will be there for you. We get a lot of them too, where you know, uh, we uh, your package is on the way, or it was delivered, or there's a problem with your package. Click here, right? That kind of stuff. If you didn't order something from that company, they didn't send you something, right? Um, and and I, th- I think people get excited about, oh, geez, I'm getting something I didn't. You know, it's like a good surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a good surprise. Well, and nowadays, we, so many of us are ordering on a regular basis. I know my kids right. especially, they get everything that way, you know. Oh, really? Well, they they order a lot, especially when the kids were, were little in diapers. Oh. They're getting diapers and they're oh. getting, you know, I mean, it's that kind of thing yep. all the time yep. just because of the convenience. Yep. And so there might be a question once in a while. But again, I don't think I've... Even if it, I don't think in my time of ever ordering anything, and I don't do a ton of it, but either way, they've never gotten a hold of me to say, oh, we might be having a problem. It's like, screw it. You'll have to figure it out. Right. You know what? I'm just saying that on average, that just doesn't happen. So yeah. just a reminder again, we haven't mentioned scams for a while, and I, I mentioned yep. to this and they're gentleman. out there. We yep. get them, well, I think I had, uh, I guess there was five this past week that actually called in okay there's that's probably just tip of the iceberg because a lot so of them don't call people don't yeah. even call yep they just go ahead and do what right. they need to do to get out of it hopefully right. well so. especially when nothing you know if they catch it themselves before anything bad happens and they're not out anything a lot of people don't bother with it sure because they know there's very little that we can do other than we're keeping statistics. Right. But it know. is nice. I did mention to this gentleman in this case that I would mention it to you. But if you have something that they just keep cameraing at you or something's going on and it seem, it's especially unusual, it's not a bad idea to let law enforcement know because you guys then can make even if, sure. Even if they're not just hammering, if it's a one-time thing, yep. I still recommend calling let in, us know. take okay. a report. It's not, it's not an inconvenience for us. That's why we're here. That's right. why we exist. Right. And... The it is good to know the level of this problem so that we can go, we can get it to the people that actually can chase some of this stuff across the nation or even foreign um, uh, and, and apply pressure to these foreign countries that, hey, you got a problem that's affecting our country, 
you need to do something about it or you're not going to get any more. Right. Because no, we all know point. we donate to everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're cashing in on America. And if America says you're not getting any more, they'll change something. Yeah, sanctions usually yeah, pretty twist much. a little bit. Yeah, they do. Not a bad idea. They do. One more quick thing I was going to ask, Brian, this morning is just, and you've heard it in our local news uh, already, talking about the catalytic converter. They did pass a law. It's in effect as of August 1st. Um, They mentioned that Minnesota, after Texas, has had more catalytic converter thefts than any other state in the country. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's interesting. (laughs) I guess I'm not surprised uh, Uh because we have a lot. We have a lot. It is a problem here. Are we? Are you hearing as much about that? Because we've been covering this uh, for a couple of years. You know, here. it comes and goes in waves, um, and, and that could be for many different things. Um, but the, the the legislation itself, to me, is disappointing. It, it is not going to solve Minnesota's problem. It, they're far too lenient. Um, they, they they put way too much weight in restitution to the the actual victims of these crimes and the victims are out far more money than what these catalytic converters are getting for on the market mm-hmm. and the inconvenience so, of the whole thing too well the, not only the you inconvenience know? but that's a huge expense to get some of those replaced right. but that's what i mean it's not just that you've been victimized by having right. something right. stolen right. when you have when you have your car sitting out in your wherever right it's unusable your, yeah yeah you can't use right. it because they're all the they all run on sensors now right and if the sensors don't so they won't let the car run yep. so now you're all not only money but you're out time that's what i'm talking and, about and all this other stuff this legislation took none of that into account I, yeah. it's it's really <clears throat> our legislatures did not listen to the criminal justice experts um a misdemeanor for having a illegal catalytic converter that really should be a felony. Mm-hmm. Um, what justice is that? Yeah. Uh, restitution. They're not the people that steal these don't have money. You're not going to get anything out of them anyways. It's never going to be paid. And so how have you done anybody any good? Right. Well, and what they say, and, and certainly I invite, uh, if you want details, I went and kind of looked up what is in the new law. Feel free to do that and get more details on it. Um, but what I read this morning, possession of one catalytic converter is a misdemeanor, like yep. Brian alluded to. Two yep. is a gross misdemeanor. Three or more is a felony punishable by increasing penalties according to the number of converters in a person's possession. So they go on and talk about, from there, scrap metal dealers and what they're asking them to do to try to keep track, and there's a whole bunch of stuff in that regard as well. But as Brian alluded to, uh, the people that have a catalytic converter stolen from their vehicle are the ones that are really taking it right. in the shorts, Right, so they're, gonna, they're out thousands of dollars, um, yeah. let alone the inconvenience, which you really can't put a price tag on, in my opinion. Um, but they're, they're going to be out thousands of dollars. They're going to be compensated in a fraction of what their losses are. Um, insurance isn't going to do anything for them because most people have a high deductible on their in the insurance place. thing anyways. Plus, you turn it into your insurance and your insurance rates go up. So are we helping the victims of these crimes? Are we stopping these crimes with this legislation? I, I highly doubt it. And I always, It's and very I, disappointing. Right. I, I'm just disappointed in our legislators that they were short-sighted again. And, and didn't think that through and actually asked people that 
know what this business is like. Mm-hmm. Well, and as long as it, these catalytic converters are worth a lot of money, and it's just like copper. You know, right. when you think about it, you think right. about the thefts of copper that have happened over the years when thieves will go to great extent to well, steal yeah. copper. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's happening as much, but there's that well, yeah, kind of mentality, right? <laughs> yep. And it just, it's just, it's a tough deal. I, I don't know what car manufacturers are going to be able to do, if anything, to... You know, I know they talk about marking marking the catalytic converter to match the car. There's that kind of thing. But still, if they're going to steal them, there's and there's still going to be a market where maybe they have whatever set up here in Minnesota, but they can go to Wisconsin or wherever. And right. and right. you know what I mean? There's yep. there isn't a perfect answer yet, and it's unfortunate. But there's not much uh, as just everyday people right. to protect ourselves. I mean, try to have your car in a garage right. and lo- you know locked and things like that, but. We can't all do that either. Until you make the penalties harsh enough that the risk isn't worth the reward, it's going to continue to happen. Yeah. It's that simple. So there you go. That's And I'm glad to get Brian's take on that because that just passed as of August 1st. Please read into it more if you want to know more about it. But I, I appreciate, Brian, your intake on that. Yeah. Um, or insight, I guess. Intake, insight. <laughs> I have, a, you l- I have a little insight after this many years of doing this and Absolutely. understanding how the criminal element operates and uh, how they adjust to changes in legislation and I mean they know these things oh yeah I mean they're not it's not they're it's not that they're not smart they just use their smarts poorly <laughs> well that and then we go back to scams and all that again how many right. times have all of us said in a conversation right. if they'd only use this knowledge to go in and do some of these right. things do a productive do legal s- operation yeah. huh Huh. Where, could, where could they be then? Exactly. You know? But they take a whole other road, and that's yeah. unfortunate for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, Brian, do you have any fun-filled things coming up this week for yourself or for no, the No, I'm just decompressing from the last couple of weeks of uh, all of our events that we've had between yeah. the fair and parade and National Night Out and Ogilvy Back to the Tower Days. and yeah, A lot of really good events. It was really kind of a events. whirlwind the last yeah. couple of weeks of uh, public stuff, community events, and so on and so forth. and so good to so touch base kinda, with people, though. I mean, yeah. it's a great time. It is. It really is. And, and when we had some, I had a lot of great conversations, and uh, people were having a good time, and and uh, we didn't have, there just wasn't a whole lot of problems from those good times. Thankfully. So that was a good thing. Yeah, that's an yeah. awesome thing. Absolutely. And we've got, we'll be going into fall here before you know it. School will be back up and running oh, after let's not Labor talk Day. About that yet. I know, but it's coming. we <laughs> it got to be coming. prepared. Well, in the meantime, Brian, I hope you have a safe, wonderful week, and you and I will have a date uh, about a week from now. What do you say? Sounds good. All right. That again is Brian Smith, Kanabic County Sheriff. This update brought to you by Bozeman Newton Insurance.